The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 80. Wow, you know, that means we're only 20 episodes away from the big 100th episode, oh, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Woo, yeah, man, that's exciting. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I guess, Red, you would be still impressed with the number 100 because it's about as far as you can count, which I'm amazed that you can even do that. Oh, God damn, you little pickerhead. All right, all right, all right. Come on now. Damn it, Lefty. You don't have to stir the pot already. Well, I disagree. I think that needs to be done because ideas oh, and concepts. Need to be explored. Ideas and concepts, uh, picking on Red and getting yeah. him pissed off so all he does is scream and shout yeah. and he can't even do a show. Well, wait a minute. Well, I take your point there, Mr. Nelson, but of course well, I wasn't I necessarily referring to Red. Well. Discussion of ideas in general. First of all, I'd like to take this moment well. to give a shout out to our good oh, yeah. friends up north in Canada. And by Canada, I'm specifically referring to the University of Regina. Yes, like the rest of Canada. Well, most of it anyway. They certainly have their heads screwed on straight, unlike the people that I'm familiar with in my own homeland of the United States. Huh. Well, this week, they've been conducting their Man Up Against Violence program. Yeah, we need to come to to terms with that and realize oh, that we got to curb the violence and speak out against it oh, and put a stop to it. And most importantly, we know who the real sinner is when it comes to the sin of violence. It's men. What? Yeah. And, and at the one of the events that they had at the on the campus at the University of Regina was uh, confessionals. What? Yes, actual confessional booths oh where one God. could go in, where one could go into the booth and confess their sins of, or rather their, perhaps their contributions what? to hyper-masculinity. Oh, my God. <laughs> this has got to be a joke. What? I mean, come on. Come on. No, it's no joke. Uh, you're going to deny this is a problem of violence in the world? And I guess you're going to deny the entire history of humanity then. So, uh, there we are. And also, if you think this is unfair or anything, I can tell by looking at you, Mr. Nelson. The women are also encouraged to confess their contributions to hyper-masculinity. Oh. Which is just another term for toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah? Yes, yes. Finally... Someone's doing something oh, about it. Amen. And you know, I think we yeah. need to bring back my uh, uh, Hero of the Week segment. Oh, because no. this would certainly qualify. Yeah, well, you know, when we have time, it will fit oh. that in. But, no, um, and well, I'll get to that later. I'm thinking about uh, some new ideas for the show. Huh? Yeah, but uh, later. Uh, well, Lefty, uh, this is interesting. So, uh, 
hyper-masculinity and toxic masculinity, I guess, are uh, the, the same thing here. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, so hyper-masculinity is the bad masculinity. Yeah, right. So what's the good masculinity? Oh, well, it's... It's anybody who looks and sounds and acts like Lefty Turdington. <laughs> the <laughs> end. Oh, oh, God. oh, please make it a mockery well. everything I say. Uh, Lefty, if I wanted to mock everything you say, all I gotta do is repeat it word for word. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, oh, boy. Yeah, well... Uh, well, uh, actually, uh, since you brought up, uh, I guess, a feminist uh, event there, Lefty, uh, yes, yes. I'm sure you would agree that uh, one of the uh, things that feminism is uh, fighting hard against would be the uh, environment of sexual harassment mm-hmm. in the workplace. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, right yeah. on. Oh, yes. Man, yes. we already had to talk about the stupid... Masculine confessions where you sit there and get your balls cut uh, off figuratively. Uh, oh, Why well, we gotta go on with any more of this or some other topic? It's, I mean, it's because on. it's the month of March, Red. So? Oh, what's the... I mean, are you gonna sit there and act like you're totally unaware what? that this month has been International Women's Month? What? What? Well, I ain't acting nothing. Uh, I had no idea. Sounds like a pretty pussyfied idea. Oh, oh good lord. What was I thinking? I don't know that I would have thought you had any any idea or ever did anything outside of, of MMA and beer and pro wrestling what? and whatever else you do, good lord. Uh, all right, all right. Uh, but anyway, back to the subject at hand of uh, sexual harassment in the workplace. Oh, God. Uh, a story uh, came to us courtesy of, uh, oh. I mean, courtesy <laughs> well. of, once again, the Daily Wire. Oh, Here's the story. God. Feminist CEO accused of sexually harassing her female employee. What? Yeah, yeah. What, uh, yeah. Oh, what is this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mickey Agrawal, former CEO and current CEO, I didn't know that was a term, but here it is, of Thinks, that's T-H-I-N-X, a company which claims to break down period stigma with their period-proof underwear. Wow. (laughs) Uh, It has been hailed as, uh, uh, Miss Agrawal has been hailed as feminist of royalty. Yes. But ironically... She's also been accused of inappropriately touching and sexually harassing her female employees, giving raises only to men, and creating an overall hostile and uncomfortable work environment. All right, I don't like where this is going. I really don't. I kind of do. Yeah, we're going to continue. Oh, boy. Uh, in a damning article published on Monday by New York Magazine's Noreen Malone, the disturbing allegations against the feminist were detailed in great length, including Agrawal talking at work about the size and shape of her employees' breasts and employees' nipple piercings, her own sexual exploits, her desire to experiment with polyamory, her interest in entering a sexual relationship with one of her employees, and the exact means by which she was brought to 
female ejaculation. Uh, oh, 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 man. Uh, oh, stop. Stop. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you should be ashamed. Hey, <laughs> oh, oh, this is just awful. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll continue. Uh, the feminist also allegedly touched an employee's breasts oh, yeah. and asked her to expose them. Oh. Routinely changed clothes in front of her employees and oh, conducted yeah. meetings via video conference while in bed. Yeah. Apparently. Woo. Unclothed. Yeah. At least once. Yeah. She supposedly <laughs> FaceTimed into a meeting from the toilet. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. No, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Well, finally, we found some <laughs> line for Mr. Neckerton. Yeah. Oh. Well, anyway, last week, Chelsea LeBeau, 26, filed a complaint concerning the misconduct with the City of New York Commission on Human Rights. LeBeau was formerly Think's public relations head before being terminated in December after the 26-year-old filed numerous complaints about her boss's inappropriate behavior. In the complaint, LeBeau accuses Agarol of having an obsession with her breasts, oh. to which she would frequently help herself to. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, man! Uh, yeah! Yeah! Uh, <laughs> stop it, Red! For God's sakes! Uh, oh, God! Horrible. I felt that Mika objectified my body when she declared oh, that she was obsessed with it oh, and made yeah. very detailed comments about my breasts. Oh, and yeah. it also seemed like a way for Mika to assert her dominance oh, on female God. employees by simply doing whatever she wanted to do without I, asking yeah. and showing she could get away with it. Oh, man. I didn't say anything to her at the time. Well... If you've ever been touched without your consent, uh, you know it's jarring. Oh, dear. Huh. Well, I wouldn't know anything about that. Uh, uh, shut up, Red. God, you're making a mockery of this. This poor woman. I, yeah, Lefty, this poor uh, woman who's uh, being sexually harassed uh, by a feminist. Oh, you don't have to enjoy it. I mean, good Lord, this is... This is just an isolated incident, that's all. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> oh, God, you, you see what I mean? Oh, yeah. oh, I wow. can't even. Uh, in the complaint, LeBeau said that um, generally aggressive and retaliatory demeanor, position of authority, and style of management barred her from forcefully uh, rebuking her boss at the time. Other former employees who spoke to Malone for the story describe an environment in which dissent was discouraged and retaliation common. Banking. The complaint also oh, claims red. that oh, Agrawal uh, would regularly expose uh, would regularly expose herself at work, oh, often uh, changing clothes in oh her glass-walled office oh, or in an open work area. <laughs> oh, oh, that's sweet! Then you stop that! <laughs> it was uh, common for Agrawal to conduct such meetings while audibly or visibly using the toilet. Oh, man! Oh. But, God, man, what you gotta go ruin the whole scenario ruin it. poo but, and pee? Uh, God damn it! That's sick, uh, well, once again, we finally found the line. What? What? Fecal matter <laughs> in piss. Yeah, that, that's the line for well, Red Nickerton. Well, yeah, isn't that the line for everybody? I mean, come on. Well, hey. let's hope so. Uh, Agrawal was also accused of seemingly sexist behavior when it came to compensation. What? Only allotting pay raises to two employees within the company, both of whom happened to be male. 
What? That's right. Uh, not much of a feminist there, huh, Lefty? No, not at all. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Additionally, Malone wrote that several current and former employees say that Agrawal uh, frequently told her assistant, a lesbian, how oh. hot she found her. Yeah. One source says she'd introduce her assistant by saying they flirted with one, one another all the time. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Mm, yeah. Much of the alleged misconduct was seemingly enabled by the lack of any human resources department. What? <laughs> I thought that's what women In a wanted. post on Medium pinned by Agrawal, the former CEO admits that she failed to have such a department. <laughs> Thinks eventually introduced what they called Culture Queens as what? HR fill-ins. So now they got a bunch of gays in there. CEO, oh, but he's still listed as the company's CEO on Think's official website. What? Yeah. Well, whatever that means. Huh. The embattled feminists responded to the accusations by telling Malone they were baseless and absolutely without merit. Agrawal said her legal team has contacted Third Party Employment Council. She noted that she was speaking for herself, not the company, and recorded the call. What? When she was, uh, you know, speaking with Malone. Oh, right. A spokesman for Think said in a statement, We take matters related to our company culture very seriously. Thinks has not been served with a legal complaint or charge from any agency related to Miss LeBeau's allegations. (laughs) When the issues were brought to our attention following her departure from Thinks, the company commissioned an investigation that concluded the allegations had no legal merit. The company cannot comment further on these legal matters. Well, there you go. See, it's all about you do about nothing. Yeah, no merit whatsoever. No evidence. Nothing. Yeah, this is a sneak happen uh, from right wingers like you, Mister Nelson, uh, and this this Daily Wire site you keep reading. Oh boy, what a bunch of creeps those are. So there we go. We wasted a whole bunch of time once again on this podcast. But Lefty, when it comes to accusations of uh, sexual harassment, uh, the woman should always be believed, right? Oh yes, absolutely. Well, uh, Chelsea LeBeau here is uh, is a woman. Yeah, well, so is Miss Agarol. So what? pretty much uh, they cancel each other out. No, well, there you go. <laughs> there we go. That hurt <laughs> it all. There. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Oh, boy. Well, what? I guess you really did demonstrate the whole absurdity here, what? Lefty. Good job. Uh, oh, God. Well, you know what? You know what really is without merit? Donald Trump's claims that Obama wiretapped him. Oh, God damn it. No, you didn't. We know that he did. Obama spied on Trump, and that's it. That's the whole story, and that's all she wrote. Oh, that's a bunch of baloney red. Where do you even get that from? Well, that... Hmm? Where? Well, well, that, uh... That... What's his name? Nunez. That Uh, guy. He's the head of that investigation place or club or, uh... Committee. Yeah, committee. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's the chairman of the committee investigating yeah, the supposed, uh... Not supposed. Uh, connections with the Trump campaign and, uh, the Russians. Yeah, did you see how he ran over to the White House to, to, to deliver the supposed evidence that, that Obama spied on Trump and his, his, his transition team and all that nonsense? Uh, but what? oh, for some reason he can't share it with the rest of the committee, and they had to do it in the White House. Guess who's in the White House? Trump. So well, that's where hmm. he's supposed to Case be. closed there. Yeah, he's in there because he's president. <laughs> You're gonna have to learn to deal with that lefty, whether you like it or not. Goddamn. No, I don't. 
and I guarantee you there will be an impeachment. Oh, it's oh goddamn! There's gonna be a, a retroactive impeachment of Obama <laughs> for for wiretapping Donald <laughs> Trump, cause that's what Nunes said. He did. No, no. Well, Lefty's got a point here, Red. What? Yeah, uh, what? even Nunes said there was no evidence of the exactly. wiretapping of Trump Tower, right, which right. is what Donald Trump uh, claimed in that uh, that now yes. famous tweet. Yeah. Yeah. So, see, Nunez says it. So there you go. Definite proof that it's all just a bunch of nonsense what? out of that idiot brain of Trump's oh, that he what? keeps hidden under that haste. Oh, boy. Whoa, 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 whoa. Listen to that, huh? Yeah, attacking him for his appearance. Yeah, all them little rules you used to live by just go out the oh, window when it comes to old please. Trump. But wait a minute, Lefty. What? A minute ago, you were shitting on Nunez, uh, and now you're praising him. Which is it? What? That's not... That's... What? Nah. Uh, it, uh, yeah, Lefty, Red's uh, got a point there. Because uh, uh, you, you're using Nunez as backup, but then on the other hand, you're crapping on him for a meeting with Trump uh, about the uh, information he had that... Uh, Members of the Trump transition team were uh, somewhat surveilled See? in the incidental no. surveillance, no. as they call it, which means oh, yeah. that uh, the Trump transition people were in contact with uh, foreign people, yeah. and the NSA was uh, monitoring these mm -hmm. foreign subjects, and uh, they were in conversations with uh, the Trump people. Of course, exactly. uh, most of this is supposed to be masked, as they call it, where they protect what? the identities of Americans who well, were not the uh, subject of the surveillance or the objective, how it, well, whichever. And um, in this case, uh, that seems to have gone by the wayside because probably because of Obama changing the rules no, long God, before so he left tired of this. so that his team could have access to this information yeah. and then leak it out to the press. Oh, that's just a Trump's bunch of right-wing nightmares. Otherwise known as the truth. Conspiracy theories. It's oh. all a bunch of baloney, baloney. What? Well, Lefty, uh... Since you're you're claiming that uh, it's a foregone conclusion that there was some sort of collusion between uh, Trump and his team and the Russians, yes. So, um, yeah. Well, well how do you reach that conclusion? Well, because of the information that's been leaked to the press, they've done all these stories on it that there's some sort of evidence that uh, the intelligence community collected on Trump and his team. Yeah, and how they go about collecting that, Lefty? Well, they spy. Uh, they surveil. I mean, they, they look. Well, oh God! I know what you're trying to do. He's not trying, Lefty. He done did it. <laughs> no, you have no real evidence that Obama's people spied on Trump or had any of this collection of unmasked information that they could just sort of sprinkle out to their friends in the media just to damage Trump politically. Uh, well, Lefty, let me ask you this. Have you ever watched the Morning Joe program what? on MSNBC? Oh, yeah, uh, almost every day. Oh, good. Well, let's take a look at a clip from that show what? where uh, uh, Mika Brzezinski is talking to an Evelyn Farkas. Farkas? What? That's Farkas Red, oh. uh, who was the uh, an assistant deputy 
uh, uh, for the Secretary of Defense, I believe, in the Obama administration. Uh, let's let's take a look at that little chat. Well, I was I was urging my former what colleagues and and frankly speaking, the people on the Hill. Mm -hmm. I, it was more actually aimed aimed at telling the Hill people get as much information as you can, get as much intelligence as you can before President mm -hmm. Obama leaves the administration, yes. because I had a fear that somehow that mm -hmm. information would disappear yes. with yes. the senior you people who left. So it would be hidden you away in the bureaucracy. Um, that the Trump folks, if they found out how oh. we knew what we knew exactly. about their exactly. the staff, the Trump staff mm -hmm. dealing with Russians, that they would try to compromise those sources and methods, meaning yeah. we would no longer yeah. have access to that intelligence. Exactly. So I became very worried because mm -hmm. not enough was coming out into the open, and I knew that there was more. Yes. We have very good intelligence on Russia. Oh, so yes. then I had talked to some of my former colleagues, and I knew that they were trying to also help get information to the Hill. Excellent. A lot going on today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why you have the leaking. Yeah. Oh, there it is. That's what? a goddamn confession to the crime. Well, uh, Red's got a point there, Lefty. Uh, that pretty much maps it out. She's basically confessing to the whole idea what? that, yes, what? they uh, got a lot of this um, intelligence that was on Russia and uh, yes. apparently other people because when Nunes went to the White House, he specifically said it didn't concern Russians, no, which is why it didn't necessarily problems. apply to his committee hearings on that investigation. But nevertheless, uh, the source is the same. It's the intelligence community uh, looking at foreign uh, prospects there, and uh, they're communicating with people who are on Russians. I mean, uh, Trump's team. Yeah, yeah, and quite a Freudian So there slip. it is. It's not a myth. It's not a made-up right-wing story. Uh, she's admitted uh, to it right there. And uh, when Obama allowed for more people to have access to this classified material, they were able to go in there and then leak it. Well, she just said that's why you have all the leaks. And they're leaking it to the press uh, to damage Trump. As well they should. What? We can't have people colluding with the Russians oh my God. to topple the government you ain't like got that. It's there. horrible. There. It's an act of war. Oh, oh no, no, now you're going to war when you lose an election. That's all you give it. <laughs> oh, but lefty. It, if this, if Farkas or any of these other leakers had the goods on Trump, nail him. You know, nail him. She's sitting there like saying, oh, there's all this stuff, but she doesn't specify what it is because there isn't anything. If there was the smoking gun, bring out the gun. And besides, if they had this crap during the transition, hey, could have conducted an arrest on these guys. Well, Maybe not Trump it, himself, uh, but certainly his team. And boy, wouldn't that have put a big stake in the heart of the Trump administration? Well, yeah, but well, they didn't. But, why? Because uh, there's nothing there. That's no. Why. It's just a bunch of crap about oh. them talking to foreign diplomats and whatnot, uh, which everybody does uh, immediately as they were jumping on sessions and all this stuff about meeting with the Russian ambassador and everybody, uh, well, yeah. nobody meets with him. And then there's well, all the pictures of them doing it. Well, that's different. We were having a luncheon about some shit. Yeah, well, it's the same shit. Oh I mean, my the God. meeting that Sessions had with the ambassador was arranged by the Obama administration. So there's nothing here. They've got no concrete evidence of anything. If they did, we'd see it by now. Amen. Well, I guess we'll all just better start saluting Moscow. What? Oh, man. Come on. 
Yeah, Lefty, where was all this uh, concern about Russia during the eight years of Obama when he was uh, giving away 20% of our uranium? Oh, uh, no. When he was uh, having Hillary bring them a cartoon box to do a reset. No, well, that, when he pulled out the it, missile defense and left uh, Ukraine wide open to it, an attack, which they were, and they lost Crimea. That, all that it, stuff in Russia. I mean, uh, Obama telling... Uh, Medvedev, that uh, oh, oh, I'll have more flexibility once I win, oh, win this election. All that stuff. That, you didn't give a rat's ass. Oh, now uh, all of a sudden, you practically want to nuke Russia. Yeah, please. Uh, what Nelson God, said. Outrageous. Yeah, Lefty, that old list of crap you believe what? in. It is outrageous. That's yeah. not what I All said. All right, let's uh, take a break, and we'll come back with more Mr. Nelson Show. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Men, I have tried everything to find a man, and nothing seems to work. Does anyone know what men really want? Guys are looking for entirely different things than we are. Not my man. He cares about what I want. Listen to her! I remember when you and Rob weren't that close. That was before I called the Caring Psychic family. Wait a minute. You mean you called a psychic to help you with your love life? Yeah. She told me to forget about my old boyfriend and that Rob was the guy for me. And she was right. And who gave you that psychic's number? I told you she was the best ever. I still call her. You owe me, babe. I do owe you. I was keeping a secret. Rob and I are talking about getting engaged. Like the sound of my voice? Yes, you know you do. And you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson. M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Ooh, baby, whip it out. I can't stand it no more. Oh, I'm so horny. <laughs> yeah, all right, here we go. Yeah, get ready for some action. Yeah. Ew, what are those sores? Oh, it's not what it looks like. Uh, I chafe because I had such a dry spell when no, I'm jacking no, off. No, I'm not okay I, with that. I'm out of here. Oh, man. No. Has this ever happened to you or someone you love? Who are you? Due to excessive yeah, to chronic dry masturbation, you develop chafing sores well, yeah. that are often mistaken by potential lovers as venereal disease. So when you find yourself being a chronic masturbator, you're going to need some jerk lube. Yes, that loving lotion that soothes and protects genital skin from harm caused by excessive friction. Oh. oh, yeah. Oh. oh, that's so good. I really wish yeah. you hadn't started doing that until I had left I, the room. I didn't know you were in here. I didn't want you to see me doing that. Oh, no. Jerk Lube, available at CVS, Walgreens, and Walmart pharmacies. This is Night Night, and I'm here to tell you 
that you're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the adventures of the world's greatest superheroes, the ASS American Super Society. Previously on the ASS, the American Super Society, War on Terror. Uh, greetings, this is uh, Osama Bin Laden. It seems... The American infidels have sent their perverted, deviant agents to thwart my goals. But, praise Allah, I have conquered them. Look at them in their degenerate attire. Yes, and for your viewing pleasure, you witness that this so-called moon maid will become my latest bride, while this so-called night-night will be... Beheaded, yes, yes, yes. And then after that, well, then I'm going to have to get really nasty. Allah And now, Chapter 5 of the ASS, the American Super Society, War on Terror. And so now, without further ado, bring me the head of Night Night. Yes, yes. Not so fast, Bin Laden. Who the hell are you and how did you get here? Suddenly, and unbeknownst to Osama Bin Laden, but Tomcat Tom, the Scarlet Siren, Whizbang, Doctor Spectacular, Venusian Headhunter, and Ms. Wizard all magically appeared in Osama Bin Laden's camp via Ms. Wizard's teleporting portal. Yeah, well, Bin Laden, we're just a couple of more of those perverted American degenerate heroes you were trashing just a few minutes ago, and we're here to open another can of whoop-ass on your towel-headed puss. Uh, uh, get rid of them! Kill them! Kill them all! And suddenly, a long-awaited battle between the ASS, the American Civil Society, and Al-Qaeda begins as the heroes make short work of Bin Laden's Al-Qaeda operatives, Dr. Spectacular and the Venusian Headhunter use their amazing powers to stop them with bolts of light and psychic beams from the Venusian Headhunter that sends their brains into a neurological lightning storm of pain. Meanwhile, Tomcat Tom whips out his Glock pistols and fires away, splattering blood and guts of Al-Qaeda all over the camp. Likewise, Ms. Bang and Miss Wizard also take out additional Al-Qaeda operatives. Miss Wizard, of course, using her magic spells to turn them into toads, and worst of all, pigs. The pigs, of course, immediately commit suicide as they're disgusted at what they become. The toads, well, they just hop around. Meanwhile, Whizbang manages to use his super speed to create funnel clouds that twist up their operatives and send them flying into the air. Unbeknownst to everyone else, Scarlet Siren has managed to reach the two captive superheroes of Night Knight and Moon Maid and release them. Who the hell are you? My name is the Scarlet Siren, Night Knight. We were sent here by the President to rescue you. Well, 
I'm gonna figure out a way out of it on my own. But, well, I appreciate the offer and the help. You're out of bullets now, Catman. Prepare to die. I may be out of bullets, but I'm not out of claws. Uh, you, witch woman, you will soon learn to yield to the will of Allah. Get the gig, buddy. You won't be able to do much to me with that tail wrapped around your head where you can't see. What? No. Death to all infidels. Death to all infidels. Kill them. Kill them all. Ah, shit. Looks like they got reinforcements. Fear not, Dumb Cat Tom. Leave their little brains to me to feast upon. <laughs> Meanwhile, unbeknownst to the combatants, Osama Bin Laden has managed to escape the melee as he heads back to his own private tent, searching through his trunk of valuables, when suddenly he finds what appears to be a golden Arabian lamp. Uh, I need only resort to the last resort, and there's no time like now to make use of this magic lamp. All I need do is rub it continuously until it begins to produce the smoke that will bring to me my wish. Suddenly, a mysterious green smoke does indeed produce from the magic lamp, and it grows and grows until it is filling up the entire tent, blowing it away. And now, exposed to the open air, a giant cloud of green smoke streaks straight for the stratosphere from the small lamp in Osama bin Laden's hands. This spectacular event does not go unnoticed by our heroes. Holy shit, what the hell is that? I don't know, my knight, but it doesn't look good. Oh my god! Have any idea what the fifth? No, lady, we don't. We just said we didn't. Well, you see, that's the magic lantern, and it's going to release some horrible powers into the world that don't belong here. We've got to stop him. But unfortunately, Miss Wizard's warnings comes too late. For although the superheroes have defeated Osama bin Laden's henchmen, there remains the ultimate power of the magic lantern. Suddenly. The green smoke begins to dissipate, but in its place, the clouds in the sky begin to part and show yet another portal opening in the sky, and from it, several strange figures come flying out of it. Seventy-two strange figures, to be exact. Yes, they all come flying out, holding bright swords, dressed in what appear to be I Dream of Genie outfits and flying on magic carpets. Oh yes, the 72 virgins, as promised, have now descended from the heavens to fight the American demons and save the world with a booty on me! Oh no, is this true? Has Osama bin Laden? brought down the very forces of heaven upon the ASS, the American Super Society. Find out in the next exciting episode of the ASS, the American Super Society, War on Terror. The ASS, the American Super Society, is a Nelson production. All characters are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. 
Music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. Esther, I can't go on this way. I'm so confused. It's like my heart is breaking. Do you think that Mark really loves me? Honey, don't worry. If you really need to know, then you've got to call my caring psychic family. If you have a question... I know we can help you, too. Best of all, you get 25 free minutes to start. I want you to pick up the phone and give us a try. This call is free. Hi, um, I have a question. Well, how'd it go? It was incredible. You know, my psychic really understood how I felt. And I know now that Mark really loves me. I'm so happy. (laughs) I love you. I know. Pick up the phone now and get 25 free minutes. Tell them Esther sent you. Oh, wowee, what's this? It's an old sci-fi classic. Oh, man, it must be cool and great, huh? No, I meant classic in the sense that it's classic cinema crap. Oh, well, don't worry, because I'll be there to narrate you through the entire film with my witchy commentary and cartoon sound effects. (laughs) Ah, gee, great! The film stars actor Peter Graves. You might remember him from the TV series Mission Impossible and as the creepy boy-hungry pilot on the movie Airplane. No, doesn't ring a bell. That's okay. Yes, Peter Graves stars as a nuclear physicist tormented by alien killers from space. But the title is somewhat misleading, as they only kill one man and his death is kind of an accident. Anyway, after all that, they show Peter a bunch of films of bugs. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. Oh, man, I can't stand it any longer. Where can I get my hands on this? <laughs> All you have to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. There you'll find this and other films that I've graced with my brutal sound effects and witty commentary. <laughs> so head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's selfie, S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash Nelson, N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. Head over and download Killers from Space today for only $1.75. Whoa, cheap! Yes, yes it is. And now, back to the Mr. Nelson Show, here on RadioMisfits.com. And now, it's time for Coming Attractions, where Mr. Nelson sits and watches movie and television trailers while you sit there and listen. Yes, yes. All right. 
only going to be watching three trailers for this particular uh, episode of Coming Attractions, which I haven't done in a while. And oddly enough, uh, two of the trailers are uh, for movies I've already discussed on previous episodes. <laughs> but uh, one of them is actually the, uh, the recently released official trailer. The previous were like uh, teasers and whatnot. And the other one is uh, uh, the Wonder Woman trailer that's called the Origin trailer. And we'll look at that. And the third one... Uh, is uh, Wilson of the Daniel Klaus uh, graphic novel. So yes, these are all comic book movies, and you know I love comic books, but uh, only two of them are superhero movies. Only two. So let's start with the uh, Wonder Woman trailer. The uh, origin trailer. Okay. The gods gave us many gifts. Yeah. One day you'll know them all. Yeah. This is where we keep them. What? It's, it's a beautiful. sculpture. Who would wield it? Only the fiercest among us even could. I wonder who and that, that would be. that is not you, Diana. <laughs> Bet you it is. You will train Oops. her harder Oops. than any Amazon before her. Five times harder. Not as good as Zena. Never let your guard down. You expect the battle to be fair. Until she is better than even you. Yeah, she's better than you now. Because she's got cooler but she bracelets. she must never know the truth about what she is. She's a clay statue. Oops. Well, maybe they're not doing that version. Hey, it's Captain Kurt. What is this place? Who are you? It is our sacred duty to defend the world. Right. From wherever you one are, eye. you are in more danger than you think. Be careful, Diana. If no one else will defend the world, then I must. Welcome to jolly old London. It's hideous. Yeah, it's not for everybody. Stay back. Or maybe not. Teehee. Anything else you want to show me? What are you? I am Diana of Themyscira, daughter of Hippolyta. In the name of all that is good, your wrath upon this world is over. Wonder Woman. Oh. Yep, that's not gonna work. Put, please put the sword down. It doesn't go with the outfit at all. Tee All right. Yeah. Uh, I think Wonder Woman is gonna be the first big hit for the DC superhero movies, where the others have kind of fallen flat. Even though they did make a lot of money, uh, they weren't quite the successes they had hoped for. And this one looks like a pretty good package deal. Uh, I wish it were closer to the original story where she fought in World War II, but I guess uh, it's too similar to the Captain America story, so they figured let's just push it back to World War One, and so. But basically, you'll probably get the same story. I made a crack about her being a clay statue. The original origin was a mother wanted a baby, but they're all women, 
so she couldn't have one. So she sculpted a, a baby girl out of a statue that she made, and she prayed to the goddess Aphrodite to make the uh, statue come to life, and Aphrodite uh, went ahead and did that for her. So that's the original origin of her. Lately, they've rewritten it where uh, Zeus was Diana's father, and I don't know, maybe they'll go with that. But whatever. So should be pretty cool. And uh, we'll uh, look forward to that one. And uh, this, so I guess that's, that's why they talk, call it the origin version of the trailer. It doesn't really tell the origin. It just says, she must never know who she really is or some crap like that. But it uh, looks good, and I have high hopes for it. I think it's pretty good. Justice League, on the other hand, some of the teasers I saw, uh, I thought uh, looked pretty bad, and this was going to be another uh, failure on their part. But I'd only seen teasers, and then there's little rumors and this, that, about what the story is and such and so forth. But uh, here's the uh, actual trailer uh, that they've released, the official trailer. For the movie that'll be released uh, in November. So let's take a look at Justice League. Still grim and gritty. But, uh, you know, if you do it right, it doesn't really matter, does it? No. We have to be ready. Yeah. You, me, the others. There's an attack coming from far away. Not coming, Bruce. It's already here. Oh, well, then she already knew. Oh, the mother box. The others. Where are they? Aquaman. It's on him. Organic and biomechatronic body parts. He's a cyborg. You should probably move. Barry Allen. Whoever you're looking for, it's not me. I'm kind of a Peter Parker. They said the age of heroes would never come again. It has to. Paradigmas. Superpowers again? I'm rich. My turn. Come together. Yeah, that was John Lennon's vision to come together as super. <laughs> see you playing well with others again just like a bat i dig it maybe temporary tee hee tee hee all right so the movie comes in november yeah uh uh the silly jokes are a little campy i hope they're not just all that but uh 
it, it works. It doesn't destroy it. So this doesn't look bad. It looks pretty good. So now I have a little hope that Justice League might be okay. I think I still think Wonder Woman will probably be better, but uh, maybe they've polished this thing enough to where it's uh, complete and works well the the whole premise of it is set up in the batman versus superman movie where there's several scenes in there where batman well several i think there's only one actually <laughs> but anyway where batman has these dreams about the future that's uh, when dark side comes and takes over the world and all that and if you don't know dc stuff well look it up who dark side is but anyway that's where they're going with this movie. But the uh, Batman versus Superman never explained exactly why Batman was having these dreams. Uh, Batman doesn't have any superpowers. And uh, having prophetic dreams could be considered a superpower. But that's not known for him to have that. So I would hope there'd be some explanation as to why that happened. Is it because his contact with Wonder Woman? Uh, I don't know. It, <laughs> her magic rubbed off on him or something? I don't know. But... Uh, and also, uh, the, another little bit of a mistake here looks like where at the end, uh, Bruce Wayne saying, we got to find the others like you and uh, form a team to be ready to fight. And she asks him, why do you think they need to fight? Well, here in this dialogue, she appears as if she knows damn good and well why they have to fight because she knows the more of the story than uh, Batman does about uh, Darkseid and all that stuff in this mother box thing. So... Uh, that's a kind of a mess up there where she seems like she would have been more encouraged to unite people more than Batman was, uh, or at least had the idea before he did. So, uh, it's a little glitch. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe the movie will address that and figure it out, but, uh, hopefully they will. And, uh, uh that'll make things run more smoothly. But, uh, Overall, as far as being a movie, uh, the, the trailer does look good, I think. And so we'll see how that works out. All right, enough of the superheroes. On to Wilson. Yes, yes, let's take a look at Wilson. Oh, it's the Red Band trailer, so it's going to be nasty language in it. So, tell me, friend, have you heard the good news? Oh, no, I, I'm no thanks. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> Jesus doesn't give a shit. Fox <laughs> Searchlight Pictures Damn. invites you. Driving, asshole. To meet a man. Wilson. You are such a beautiful girl. Dude, she needs to leave. Who wants the world to accept him. My wife left me 17 years ago. <laughs> so what is in there? I just need to move on, find somebody new. Not you necessarily. In the worst possible way. <laughs> Working man, eh? 40 years from now, you're going to be on your deathbed saying, where did it all go? How did we end up like this? Yeah. There's a lot of seats, you know, in this train. Issues. Looks like your ex-wife put this girl up for adoption 17 years ago. I'm a father! Yes! That's life! How could you not tell me that we had a daughter? Excuse me, do you think I could get this with the aioli on the side as I requested? Yes. I think you should know, we have tickets to Wicked. Hey, dickhead, shut the fuck up! Can't you see that this woman is having a profound moment? I said that's life! You tell me that you don't want to see your daughter. What do you want to do, stalk her? And as funny as it may seem... Hey, Claire, Jenny Craig's over here. Hey, you need to shut the fuck up, you little prick! That's my daughter! If you're wondering about the lack of family resemblance, she used to be a real hippo. 
Okay, uh, this trailer doesn't exactly sell the movie very well, I don't think. Uh, it's basically Woody Harrelson being an arrogant asshole, which is what the character Wilson is. Uh, I did enjoy the graphic novel, and I will recommend the movie based on that, but uh, the thing to deal with with uh, Daniel Klaus movies is that uh, they have the same mood and idea and more or less the same plot as the graphic novel or comic books ver uh, versions of the stories that he uh, wrote. But uh, the films uh, deviate greatly from uh, the the comic. So the certain events and what have you that happened in the comics won't be in the movie necessarily. And, you know, so... But uh, the trailer here, like I said, doesn't really sell it quite that well. It's not really inviting you in to this guy who's just one of these arrogant assholes. So but even when he's right, uh, he's wrong because he just can't stand him. But so it has the great potential to be very funny. And so I would recommend it based on that from because I know the book. I read it, but uh, this isn't a good trailer. So maybe they'll do a, another one that's better. But on this one, uh, not a good trailer, uh, guys. <laughs> so uh, better luck next time. All right. That's uh, three comic book films for you to consider. Hmm, yeah. And Wilson's out right now, I believe. <laughs> uh, I'm at the bottom of Louisiana, so I can't see it in the theaters. Sad but true. Uh, but you can probably. So, well, if you go see it and let me know what you think. How about that, huh? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, that's it for uh, this edition of Coming Attractions. And that was Coming Attractions, where Mr. Nelson sat and watched movie trailers while you sat and listened. Say, gang, want to help out your old pal, Mr. Nelson? Well, you can. Of course, you've heard my ads for my Society6 store and my Selfie store of all those hilarious little videos. Yes, 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 yes. Well, now there's another store uh, similar to the Society6 store, but some products are a little bit cheaper. And there's a few more, including the Mr. Nelson hat, Mr. Nelson t-shirts, several kinds of t-shirts, even the value t-shirt and it's all at the mr nelson store courtesy of zazzle.com that's zazzle.com slash the underscore mr underscore n-a-i-l-s-i-n underscore store <laughs> yes it's just that simple 
So head over to the Mr. Nelson store and select some sort of apparel you can have. Yes, all different kinds of shirts, some of which are shirts that uh, represent some of the movies I did at my self high store. Uh, some even represent the Bob Levy show. And for the ladies, yes, some little undergarments with my face on them. <laughs> oh, yes. Ah, bumper stickers, posters, little buttons and pins, all that good stuff, and plenty of other kinds of shirts. Yes, and of course, like I mentioned, the value shirt at $14.95. It's a steal. Yes. So head over to the Mr. Nelson store. Zazzle.com slash the Mr. Nelson store. That's the underscore Mr. underscore Nelson underscore store. And by Mr. I just mean MR. Yes, 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 yes. It's just that simple. Yes, yes. So please, uh, help me out, won't you? Thanks. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. All right, we're back. So, um, let's see. I guess we'll finish up with a few extra little tidbits we didn't oh, cover really? the first part of the show. Yeah. You, and, you know, uh, you just wasted a bunch of time on your stupid night-night thing and your movie trailers for superheroes and whatever childish crap that you waste your life on when there are far more pressing issues that this show could have dedicated itself to and now we're already doing a full hour and we have very little time left because yeah, of some idiot policy you have about wanting to keep the show yeah, but that's, less than an hour for some dumb reason. It's because know. it makes the show more accessible to new people and stuff because they have probably have a lot of other podcasts that they like and if they wanted to Try mine. I don't want to scare them away with a two-hour podcast for some guy they don't even know. Now, when I have a guest, that's a little different. Uh, the guest can be the draw, you know. And uh, so however long they want to talk, you know, I'll, I'll go that extra mile. And uh, if it ends up being a two-hour show, it's a two-hour show. But for the most part, when it's just me... And um, us. would be a dread. Yeah, uh, just me. <laughs> Uh, but then but, it's, I, I think it shouldn't be more than an hour. This one's going to run long because I promised Lefty we would cover a few what? more things. And still he bitches. Oh, my God. I think these were, uh, reasonable critiques. Uh, well, y'all, just the got back in. Structure. Hope yes, I didn't miss yes, nothing. Do. Oh, damn, Doug. Oh, God. You look like you're about to pass out right in front of me, boy. What? What's the matter? What's going on? Uh, well, Red, uh, normally uh, I'm quite the night owl, but uh, I got up early this morning to stay up all day because tonight I'm going to spend the night in the hospital. What? what? Well, oh, no. Oh, what the hell? God. No, nah, no, nah, it's nothing that serious. I'm just going to go have a sleep study done to determine whether or not I have sleep apnea, which I'm pretty sure I do. Uh, uh, listeners who know me from the Bob Levy show uh, might remember that uh, the co-host Joe Conti did a similar thing. And so now it's my turn. And that's what I'll be doing. And by the time you hear this, I will have already done it. 
But, uh, yeah, that's how I'll be spending my Friday night. So, uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah, you know, uh, sleep apnea is a serious condition because you stop breathing while sleeping for short times. And uh, the lack of oxygen to the brain can affect you greatly. And I... I'm pretty sure it has, Mr. Nelson. That might explain your your <laughs> radical views. Well, thanks, Lefty. Your concern is noted and ignored. Uh, well, it, it, speaking of Friday, as we are taping this on this Friday, this is also the Trans Day of Visibility. Yes, yes. And uh, I think I would take this opportunity to point out uh, a bit of criticism that I must make against my old political thought base of the left. What? Yes, I'm afraid I have to do that. Huh? We have to be able to look at ourselves if we're going to be true critics of what? life and culture and society. Yeah, that's right. So yeah. this this is necessary. It is a mistake even I made. Wow. Some world. And I think it needs to be discussed. Well, yeah, all right. Well, yeah. Well, uh, yes, as you may notice, I am, of course, uh, wearing the Pussy hat. Oh, God. Uh, in solidarity with women in the face of this patriarchal tyranny led Ooh. by that haystack headed oh, monster sitting in the White House. Oh. But oh. there's a problem with it, too, that I need to acknowledge. Because, it looks you know, stupid. it appears the Women's March was genital based feminism, and that oh. isolated the transgender community. <laughs> you know, uh, they had carrying around signs that said, oh, like, pussy power, viva la vulva, oh, and pussy grabs back. Oh, yeah, and that feels good. But, but this is a clear and oppressive message to trans women, because, you know, it's suggesting that you need a vagina in order to be a woman. Well, you and do. That's just not a very helpful narrative what? for trans women. Uh, oh, uh, sending that Lord. message to them because they just might happen to have a penis and testicles yeah, means they're the not a woman. And that's wrong. And I think we need to think about the pussy hat and perhaps, I don't know, some oh, sort of design on it, uh, maybe a pansexual what? symbol on it, something like that, that I think would be more inviting and community-based. Oh, yes. Lord. Uh, you know, Lefty, uh... Gotta hand it to you. I missed that one. But yeah, what? the whole women's march was kind of a slap in the face of yes. the trans community. Oh, yes, huh. it was. Come on. And, you and, know, Lefty, you were all on Nelson for wasting time on superheroes, and then you dumped this load of horse shit on us. I mean, come on. No, I, you know, I'm just going to ignore that red as usual because that's for the best. But thank you, Mr. Nelson. Yes, I am capable of having an open mind and being critical where criticism is due. Even among people from my uh, thought, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's, I guess this all kind of also fits in. There was this video I put out by the, uh, those people from uh, Everyday Feminism where uh, a trans woman argued that uh, if you're a lesbian who refuses to have sex with a trans woman, Ooh. which is a man who believes he's a woman, uh, well, uh, then you are a transphobic person. What? But... Yeah. Well, uh, good Lord, that's fascinating. Yeah. My God, I hadn't considered that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we might delve into that on the next episode because we don't have the time here. But anyway, uh, speaking at uh, speaking of, I'm sorry, I mean, uh, of uh, left-leaning people being critical of 
other leftists. Uh, there was an article, or rather, a uh, an article written about uh, a podcast from Brett Easton Ellis. Now, Brett Easton Ellis is a is a lefty. He's a liberal, and uh, but I'm thinking he's probably coming more from the classical liberal bent. Um, certainly doesn't care for Trump at all. But uh, you might know him as the guy who wrote the American Psycho nope. uh, story that became the movie with Kristen Bale and all that. Oh, that. And, uh, but anyway, he uh, went on a rant about uh, at the left are just having a bunch of childish meltdowns. What? Because <laughs> of stupid things like uh, uh, Barbara Streisand apparently blames Donald Trump for her weight gain due to the stress uh, of his presidency is causing this. Well, and oddly yes. enough, Lena Dunham says she's losing weight because she just can't bring well, herself to eat because of Donald Trump uh, causing her so much stress. Well, huh. uh, she yeah. ought to be thanking Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, come on. She, she could lose a few. Oh, oh, my God, Red, that's terrible. It's also true. I guess that's why it's terrible. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, this is a lot of people getting obsessed over this to the point of ridiculous. And, uh, you know, saying your life is terrible. And he was talking about how uh, Meryl Streep uh, gave her, her speech at the Golden Globes. And uh, he he made a point here. Instead, I uh, see he says uh, instead of talking about all the film filmmakers she had worked with who had passed away in the last two years, uh, he lists the names: uh, Michael Cimino, I don't know this one, Mike Nichols, and Nora Ephron, uh, are especially what it was like playing Carrie Fisher in Postcards from the Edge. You see that Postcards from the Edge had been Carrie's uh, autobiographical, uh, fictionalized autobiographical uh, novel. Uh, and it was made into a movie, and Meryl Streep played the role that was based on Carrie herself. And uh, Carrie had just died two weeks earlier <laughs> before the Golden Globes happened. Does Meryl mention that? No. No. She used this moment to go on an anti-Trump rant for 10 minutes on national TV instead of utilizing her friend. And so he's making uh, the point here that... Uh, you're letting their, your obsession with Trump to uh, blind you to all the things that really should be important to you. Uh, and so she uh, pretty much missed that opportunity. And he writes that, For some reason, I started thinking about the cost of Meryl Streep's gown at the Golden Globes and the $30 million appointment, apartment I'm sorry, uh, she had recently put on the market in Greenwich Village. <laughs> And he talks about the, you know, the, the morally superior wealthy people, um, you know, who are going on about how terrible things are uh, when they're doing great. And he's tired of wandering around seeing people, the resistance, <laughs> as if as if they're like the French resistance in World War II against the Nazis, you know, uh, which they're not. And so he's just, they're just throwing tantrums. This includes his boyfriend, who apparently has fallen off the wagon and whatnot. And uh, all he ever obsesses about is Russian conspiracies and Rachel Maddow. And, uh, but, oh, Final Fantasy fifteen. So there you go. Uh, one out of three. <laughs> Maybe the guy will bounce back. But uh, So here's a good example uh, of, of a, a left guy. 
who's got a clear head to somewhat here. I don't, if you're a leftist, I don't think you are. No. <laughs> at least you can see the the truth here that this no. is just a bunch of horseshit. Of no, this, it's uh, not tantrum that the left is throwing oh, over just, uh, just, Trump being president. This is just insulting, and I if he's got a bug up his butt, then he is is to get with it. Because oh, these are dark days, and I will never give up the fight. Resist! Resist! No, Resist! Oh, well, you know, I'm never going to give up the fight against all you idiots either. Like this guy from Drexel University. He was the one that over Christmas said all I want for Christmas is white genocide. Uh-huh. Well, now he's up to no good still. Because uh, his name is George uh, Sicarillo something mayor, I don't know. Anyway, he tweeted out, Hey, some guy gave up his first class seat for a uniformed soldier. People are thanking him. I'm trying not to vomit or yell about Mosul. God damn. Of course, there were some responses. Here, let me read some. Uh, El Scrumpo says, Imagine being so conceited an act of kindness makes you feel physically sick and want to make a scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's another one. You tried not to vomit or yell? No, you just sat there quietly like a little bitch. Ignored. Irrelevant. Wishing you were a man. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's Kurt uh, Slichter. Yeah, that guy speaks for me. Yeah, should, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Kira Manic. Uh, you're the coward who tweeted all I want for Christmas White Genocide and then ran away from Twitter, closing your account. Uh, I guess he reopened it. Uh, anyway, yeah, here's another. The cheap seats he can choose to sit his ass in because of the vets he's spitting on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was on uh, Tucker Carlson last night, and uh, Tucker pretty much tore him a new one. Although well, he's no. incapable of realizing it. Uh, uh, I don't. I mean, this is the the he's the stereotypical professor, you know, no. <laughs> and just a bit of an idiot. Uh, and but yet he he's paid to teach people, I guess, how to be an idiot. No, um, that's. Uh, he tried to write off his Christmas yeah. tweet as, as a joke. Um, well. But then he had also said another tweet where he said, To clarify, when the whites were massacred during the Haitian Revolution, <laughs> that was a good thing indeed. What? So, what, you, what, the you know where he's coming from. And then on Tucker's show, he tried to act like that his thing about the uh, soldier getting the seat uh, was all about the, the horrors of war and that soldiers are dupes well. sent to the war. But uh, he's 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 vomiting over a soldier getting the seat. He he's not but, vomiting over policy or uh, or leaders or whatever. But, uh, and he mentions Mosul. I guess exactly. he was okay with ISIS keeping Mosul. I don't know. No. <laughs> I mean, uh, he doesn't. Say, I don't know if there's any tweets from him. Uh, uh, going on about the horrors and the atrocities, oh, the atrocities committed by uh, is, uh, ISIS, but um, and I can't tell because now his tweets are protected. You know? well, so you're gonna have to follow him, and he's gonna have to let you to uh, so, see what his brilliant 
just like a pussy. For no. God damn, I was going to hope I could get a bunch of people to go after him. Well, that's smart as you, Red. Well, that's not really saying much, is it, Lefty? What? Well, I guess not. Oh, fuck all y'all. Yeah, well, Red, you're probably not going to like this little tidbit either. What? No. Uh, you know, uh, last week, the uh, Trump Care uh, uh, bill for really uh, so all the wouldn't, fingers wouldn't of finger pointing for blame went around. What? And then uh, it was Ryan's fault. Uh, yesterday, Trump tweeted this. What? The Freedom Caucus will hurt the entire Republican agenda if they don't get on the team. And fast. We must fight them. Oh, yeah. And, and Dems. In 2018. No, he didn't, he, he didn't yeah. have that OEF part. Uh, the Freedom Caucus, uh, the majority of them, uh, supported Trump. Some even campaigned for them. They were very vocal about it when others wouldn't be. And well, this is how he treats them. Huh? Well, yeah. well. Uh, this is what I was worried about. Uh, because Trump what? really isn't a conservative. What? Uh, he's barely a Republican. What? And he's more about just being Trump. And uh, when people don't, he doesn't get his way or what have you, he lashes out. But um, well, to lash fighter. out at, at his uh, base here, <laughs> whether he likes them or not, uh, is highly foolish oh, and come on. Come uh, on, man. won't really help much of an actual uh, conservative agenda, uh, one that's based in the rule of law and the Constitution. What? Which uh, Trump just talks about th getting things done. He That's doesn't right. really yeah. say much about the Constitution. So he was never really that champion. But um, the people that got him there <laughs> like me, have a lot to do with the Freedom Caucus. So if he wants what? to turn on them, which is very foolish, uh, that's not going to work. And the idea that he's going to work with Democrats... Uh, the Democrats want nothing to do with him. They, they're they making him the villain, him. the Darth Vader, the boogeyman, <laughs> what have you. And they're going to stick with that. So Damn the idea right. of working with him on anything, no. they're not going to do that because that'll piss off their base. Exactly. So, uh, yes. I don't God, see God, what man. he thinks he's going to achieve like that. I so, I, but I mean... Uh, it, it may not completely destroy his chances for re-election, but if he really seriously expects to get anything done, he's not going to get anything done by giving Congress over to the Democrats. Uh, it's going to happen. And, uh, this it's going to happen. Uh, should stop right now before it gets started, but I'm not optimistic, especially oh, with on. the stories floating around that Steve Bannon wants Trump to make a shit list what? of what? Republicans well, that surprised. they want to attack. Uh, Republicans who would vote for them and vote with them if they had actually had a real repeal bill, which oh, they didn't. What? So, what? Oh. there you go. Oh, man. God damn. Well, you voted for him, so damn right. you got to get in that bed yeah. and lay with him. sleep that's, with him with pride. You. That's on you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I guess so. But uh, it was it was either the clown or the criminal. <laughs> oh, yeah. don't Woo, stop. Yeah, right. Don't yeah. <laughs> I hate you. I just hate <laughs> no, oh, poor baby. Oh, uh, good night, everybody. <sighs>the views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.
rods. Just stretch. That's all it takes. But, Anna, I can't. My bra won't let me. 